Hey everybody, I want to talk about a product and platform that I absolutely love and our latest sponsor, Interseller, the prospecting and outreach platform of choice for recruiters and sellers. Whether you're doubling down on business development or recruiting talent, Interseller does all the heavy lifting of finding contact data, automating the email and follow-up process, and syncs all that rich data into 20-plus CRM and ATS platforms. Reach out now and get going on a two-week free trial and let them know you heard about it from Adam on the podcast today. Check out the link on the website. Appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast, where we introduce you to incredible humans who share their journeys with the mission to inspire you to harness your own inner tenacity to drive your life and career forward. And now, your host, Adam Posner. What is up, everybody? Welcome to VCon 2023. This is the podcast exclusive coverage. We're here at Field Day. It is Thursday, kicking things off here. We're going to walk around, check out the activations, meet some V friends. It is beautiful here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's do this, guys. Let's go check out the wall here, folks, and see what's happening. Let's talk to this dude if he's open to chatting. What's up, man? What's up, man? You open for a chat? Sure, why not? Let's do it. Cool. What's your name and where are you from? My name is Jeremy. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So am I, Jeremy. Where, where in Brooklyn? Williamsburg. Ah, Sheepset Bay, man. Born and raised. Right. Is, this your, is this your activation here? No, it's not. I'm just uh, being a vandal, which is where I do best. And what do you do in the space? Um, I have a company called DGN Arcade. We created the uh, world's first Web3-enabled arcade machine. We've had activations in New York and FTNYC and our Basel. Well, I got to tell you, I was at Basel and I was at NY- and New York NFT, and it was the talk of the town. I heard a lot about them. Yeah. I unfortunately miss them due to my awful schedule and my kids that I got to be there for, but they appreciate it because they know Daddy does cool shit. You have kids? I do. I have three. Tell, tell me about how, how old are they? So one is 10, one is 11, and the other is 14. Do they know that Dad builds cool shit? They do. They don't really care, though. They just want money. <laughs> does, does their fun and games and what they do influence what you build and kind of your approach to creating in the space? Totally. It actually was a thing that propelled me into this space because they're running up uh, V-Buck bills and Robux bills. And I'm like, you guys don't own any of this. No. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. So, so tell us about DJ Arcade. I'm familiar with it, but for anyone out there... What is it, and what's your mission out there? So our mission is to get our software. Now, granted, we did create the machine, but it's the software that powers the machine that we're planning on integrating into gaming and vending machines around the world, existing vending machines. So there's, it's an existing vending machine that incorporates Web3 technology where you could use crypto, correct? Or is it tokenization in some other form? So we're talking about loyalty and being able to distribute NFTs as loyalty rewards that could be received through the machine and then redeemed at the machine for free product or what have you. So we're taking loyalty and we're adding the blockchain Web3 component to it all. Uh, in your opinion, what do you think the biggest obstacle right now is to Web3 onboarding and mass adoption? The difficulty of uh, the security of you know and the bad reputation of crypto in general people think that nfts and crypto are totally correlated separate them separate them because at the end of the day one's fungible and one's not right they're two are totally different so um i think there needs to be more education around it all and people understand that i think the way you do that is when people start understanding the value that they that they could gain when people see that they'll be incentivized to take that leap 
Absolutely. You know, one of the things in our in our software is we have instant onboarding, so you could set up an, uh, a wallet with just an email address right away. So you, you don't need to loop in with like a MetaMask or any other type of uh, wallet integration? Right. So it sets up a non-custodial wallet for you, and then you could just redeem it later and move it to a MetaMask if you choose to do so later at another time. I love it, man. Where can folks find you? Where can they connect? Where can they learn more about DJ and Arcade? DJNArcadeXYZ, uh, our Twitter is at DJNArcade, and uh, yeah, we're, we're about to do some crazy uh, stuff and some big announcements coming up in the next few weeks. Well, give us, give us a little alpha here, because this is not going to air for another couple weeks. Today's what, the 18th of May? I promise you, you have my word, you don't know me yet, but you will, I'm sure we'll be hanging out at some point this weekend, that I will not, but give us a little alpha, because those people can't hear us out there. So, we did this drop for the DJNArcade Alpha uh, it's not the, well, I guess you call it the Alpha Pass or the Genesis Pass. And what that is, is that is going to ultimately be a multiplier for anyone who owns it. So we have the in-real-life machine opportunities, but let's just say we're going to make those opportunities global through Web3 Connect awesome. online. Awesome. And where can folks find out more? Let's give that website one more time. DGNRK.xyz. And if they're in New York, uh, is there an activation open, or are you just doing it more at the events right now? Not right now. Awesome. But things are in the works. Awesome. And who are you most excited to see or experience this weekend? Oh, man, I just love seeing people that I know them from their profile picture, and then I see them in real life. I mean, I have no one in particular. I mean, I'm really excited to hear from the guy who actually is the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese, of all the people that are going to be... Why? Why him? Think about it. You know, the man behind the cheese or the mouse behind the cheese. Yeah, ex- exactly. So it'll be curious to hear his take on uh, business scaling solutions and how he took the franchise to where it is today. Um, yeah. And just the community is awesome. There you have it, folks. DJ and Arcade. Check it out, everybody. What are you guys waiting online for over here? Just uh, something to buy, something to spend money on. Do you mind being on camera? Sure. What's your name and where you're from? Fane, uh, Minnesota. Ah, were you at VCon last year? Was. Were you able to walk to the stadium or? No, I had a broken, a torn quad right before the conference, so I was, oh, I was no. wheelchaired around. But uh, how, how, did, how, aside from your injury, how was your experience at VCon 2022 in Minneapolis, Minnesota? It was excellent. I had a great time meeting people that I've interacted with, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, are you a VFriend holder? Yes. What do you, what do you, what do you, what are you packing? Got a sloth, a bobcat, and a, and yep, and a hawk. And what do you got in the V2s? I've got uh, all those evolutions and then uh, another sloth. Why V-Friends? What is it about this brand, this collection, this community that you've poured your money, your time, and your interest into? Uh, I've been following Gary for a long time. I like uh, the traits that he's trying to push forward and make more mainstream. I think it's good for people, good for business, and I'd... I'm an entrepreneur, so I, I kind of uh, it all resonates with me. What, what do you do? What do you do to put food on the table? I own a couple businesses. Uh, yeah, a restaurant, uh, a gym, and then some commercial real estate. Awesome. So, I guess Gary's kind of a bit of an inspiration. What is it? Uh, what is that main quality or attribute that you take away, not just from Gary, but from Free Friends that you really apply every single day? Gratitude. Yeah, yeah gratitude and uh, and compassion. Just max out on those ones, and you're, you're good to go. That's awesome. And who are you most excited to hear or see this weekend? You know what? I haven't looked at the lineup. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of good people. Um, 
Jesse uh, Eisner? Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler. He was my favorite last year. Yeah, I heard you had a great talk, so I want to see that this year. He's on right after Gary tomorrow, I think, at 10.30, so definitely not miss yeah, it. i got to catch that. Well, awesome, man. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the conference. There's like a bunch of people here. Should we, should we just sneak in, should we sneak in with our mic? Should we, should we sneak in? Should we sneak in? Can we, can we have a word hey, with you, sir? Hey, look at this guy. Can we have a word with you, sir? Adam, you're here. You made it to VCon. We made it to VCon. We're here again. This is my, my, my traveling road buddy. Uh, this is the, the entourage. No, I'm kidding. I'm his entourage. Chris Adamo, the man behind the man, in front of the man. Chris, who are you most excited to hear or see this weekend? Man, I'm excited to see you, baby. Oh, thank you. My bestie. Oh. Back at number two, together. Uh, we're... we're can't VCon. So this is this is kind of interesting. Like so, last year at the end of VCon, we sat there in the end zone at um, US Bank Field. Right, I nailed it. Got US Bank Field, and Chris said, "This feels like summer camp," and I think that is a great testament and a great analogy to the vibes because everyone's happy, everyone's having fun, and that's why it's called Field Day here. Loosens everyone up. People get to reconnect. I mean, who, who are you excited to to see sit here speak though? Actually, so pumped. All of our friends are here. All, all, of, all, of our, all of our friends here. Yeah, Carvalho right there. We got Bobby Hundreds running around here. Uh, Betty. All of our friends. There you go. Yeah, we have, we have a, Boom. We have, a lot of, we have a lot of people to talk to. So we're going to get to it. But what I am going to do is, Chris, let's remember this. Saturday before he leaves, Chris and I are going to sit in the end zone. And we're going to recap before you take off and head back home. Yeah. We're going to recap. We're going to recap. Karaoke, bowling. There may be some pickleball pretty soon. Vicon's hottest party. <laughs> Which one's that? I don't know. It's like the, you remember Stefan from Saturday Night Live? That's <laughs> <laughs> Behind a burning dumpster and a pickleball court. I can't wait for that one. All right, welcome to Camp VCon, everybody. Chris Adamo. VCon 2. So you don't want to roll up too hard on people playing uh, cornhole because you don't want to distract them while they're, they're mid form here. Let's see what's happening here, folks. I'm just doing play by play. Don't mind. That's fine. We're complete amateurs. We don't know what we're doing. So, oh, wait, is this your first time playing cornhole? It is. So, there's a couple of rules. I don't know if you know those. So, some rules have people starting behind the line here, yep. and then some rules depending where you're from. Where, where are you guys from? We're from England. Did, did you guys come here just for VCon? Yes. Is this your first time in the states? Yeah. What's your name? Linda Mello. And your name? Paul. Awesome. And and do you are you guys our V friends holders? Yes. What tell us what you're holding? So we've got uh, three V ones and seven V twos. Tell us more. So we've got clever crocodile, humble hedgehog, uh, insightful Irish terrier, and then on V two we've got what I think is the most iconic one of all, which is Gary B strategizing in New York. I don't think there's a better. That one. that that is a big one. And which one's your favorite? Um, rare robot. Why wear a robot? Don't know. Because it's rare. It's the yeah. song. It's the song. And, and which one was your first V-Frame? Which one was the first one you guys got? I think I think in the original Dutch auction, we bought two. So we bought the Clever Crocodile, hence why we're here, ah. and also Humble Hedgehog. Get on the cornhole here. So yeah. You guys got to buy this or something. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. You and don't even play it, though, so you need to tell us the rules. Well, that has to be somebody on the other side. Oh, that's that. You have to play again. No, you guys gotta play. You guys gotta play. Wait, so you wanna play father versus son here? Okay, so now we're now we're gonna set them up, and we're gonna get them hooked up with some cornhole action here. Well, first and foremost, what's your name and where you're from? Oh, uh, Frankie. Uh, I'm from Miami, Florida. Nice. And, and you are V Friends holder. I'm, I'm a, a OG V Friends. What do you got? What are you rocking with? Uh, I got a few. I got Zella Zombie. I got the um, what's the one that I just got? The one that, on v, VVF two. 
the the wallaby. I got the wallaby. I got a wallaby. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, let's go, let's go. I know. And and which one was your first one? No, zombie. Zelda zombie. That's, that's me. That's my heart, right zombie. there. And what got what got you into uh, into the Gary V ecosystem and, and what? See, my boy right here, yeah. Eric, told me about it before it started. He goes, "Hey, let's go. I got something that's big." He explained me. You know, this is back before yeah, it even came out, ago, before yeah. the launch. And then I just jumped in, and then I started, you know, getting more into it. Then we got into fly fish, different aspects. Oh, they got the they got the uh, the pop up going uh, tonight, tomorrow night. Yeah, well, tonight we got the bar. Dave, Dave built something pretty cool. Those yeah, guys. yeah. you guys going cool. up? I, I am not into that yet. We have a. Uh, I I know. I'm a, I'm a New Yorker man. He's got it in New York. I. You gotta go to that. Well, somehow you gotta get a fly fish then. Well, I got I got to. I, I know people that know people. I know some people that know people. Um, who are you most excited to see and hear this weekend? Uh, You're not allowed to say Gary. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, Flyfish is my guy. So, so yeah, Flyfish. You gotta support the. You gotta support the homie. So before we before we leave here, let's get a review. No, no, this you got to do it like Dave Portnoy. One bite. You know how we do it, folks, on the acai bowl challenge. One bite. So you got to get a good cross section that gets the granola, the fruit, and the acai in the bottom. I'm getting in. I'm getting in. One bite. One bite. One bite, everybody. All right, here we go. All right. One bite. You know the rules. The crunch. Good crunch. A little bit of sweetness. Banana is balancing it out really nicely. The almond butter, neutralizing it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a a four. A four. There you have it. Four four out of four out of twenty. No four. I just want to say four twenty. No four out of five. There you had it. That's a good acai bowl. Uh, what, what is your names and where you're from? Uh, Milan. Oh, from London. <laughs> Ryan from London. Did you guys? This is your first VCon. Yeah. Yeah. And what brings you to VCon? People. The community, yeah. And tell us what V friends you're holding. Uh, I don't hold any actually. Ah, oh, you're just here for the fun. Uh, you invited me along. Too many furs, too many fur frames, book game tokens. And uh, did you guys say, you know what? If we're gonna show up, we're gonna dress our best. Yes, of course, we're we had to represent. We had to represent London. You know, Are you hot? not at all. I was born in a suit. He was born. He was born with a beard. He came out of his mother's womb uh, in a beard. Who are you guys most excited to see in here this weekend? Ooh. You can't say Gary V. That's just not. Okay, not Gary V. Um, Stephen, Stephen Butler. Ah, you're keeping it low with the local homie. I mean, who's your favorite guest that he's had on? Ooh, is that too many? I don't have a favorite. Every All of them have such good. Yeah, they've had too many. Well, I think I think his interview with Gary was actually one. one, one that was. One, that was I mean, that was a really emotional one. He brought out some really. Um, Vulnerable. I mean, Gary, Gary's pretty vulnerable to, to begin with when it comes to content and sharing. What about yourself? Who are you looking forward to seeing? Well, I'd say Steam Butler's a great one, but also a uh, few other ones that I'm probably watching out for. I think the NFT project founders, Luca Nets, Frank D. God's are good ones to watch as well. And maybe, I, I think Just Galbo as well. Just Galbo took a company public, yeah. right, representing shifting careers in the space. And I think it's interesting just to see how that worked out. Too. I think that's going to be very, very interesting. I'm also excited to see Bobby Hundreds. He has a new book that came out, NFTs are a Scam, which I've not picked up yet, but I think it's going to be uh, pretty interesting. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and uh, take care. Enjoy the rest of the conference. All right, this this one's for my daughter, and she knows that I don't like the, the hot ones at all, but we're going to go check this one out right here and see what's happening. Come, come, come with me. This is a Cheetos challenge, and um, I don't I don't know. I don't. Is it hot? Ah, Kui, Kui, do you mind going on the air while you take a bite? Sure. Before we do that, what's your name and where you're from? Uh, Mac from Arizona. Mac from Arizona, and you know what they say about these? It's like the one bite challenge, the one bite Cheeto 
rice bowl. Is that what it is? What is it? I don't do too well with that. I, I don't do I don't do well either. But I'm gonna watch you do it first. Here we go. Let's see. Actually, take as many bites as you want. Actually. Oh, it's corn. I love this. Is it hot? No. Not at all. Is it worth having to get food over here? Delicious, yeah. I mean, you got the flavor. You got the flavor saver right there. He's got the. No, listen. We're not judging because he's eating a corn ball filled with flaming hot Cheetos. And oh yeah, uh, who are you looking forward to seeing this weekend? Mm. I'm not sure. I'm actually uh, really interested more in the panels themselves than the people. So the collaborative, the content, the content itself. And what's your name and where are you from? Cheryl. I live in Arizona, also. <laughs> and who are you excited to see this weekend? Me. I love it. I love it. And which V friends do you guys have in your wallets? Unfortunately, no V friends. <laughs> It's okay. and, 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 but I want to call this one out for a second. You don't have to be a V-Friend holder to be part of the community. Oh. This is inclusive. This is for everybody here. Well, maybe after this weekend, you guys will uh, pick one up based on the character attribute that really speaks to you. I've been trying to find one, but they, uh, they're they a little bit a little right. bit high on there. Yeah, a little pricey. you got to keep an eye on the Ethereum price, yeah. too. That's a little, you know, it's you, you don't really want to play that game, but it's kind of one of those things that you got to do. Well, awesome, guys. I wish you a great V-Con in uh, you might need to get a drink to wash that down. Yeah, I think I may. Enjoy, guys. Tell, tell, us, tell us about your art, man. So I'm an artist. I do art, and I also do, um, like, sustainable fashion. So I do art on clothes and sneakers and custom bags and all of that. And I also started a brand that has, like, the hats and that hats and custom hats. I've been doing them for a while. But I started to put my art, my style, onto the hats. And I went to for Art Basel in Miami. Oh, yeah. And things went sideways. It's a long story. But well, well, tell us a long story short. What happened, man? Oh, man story. I want to say it again. <laughs> so it, 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 I was with this, like, NFT crypto company, and one of the guys, he used our IPs and our art to get funded, and he left us. Wait, 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 wait. wait. And we're not going to get into the details here, um, but did you have the IP, like, in NFT form, or was it physical had, art? Like, physical form, and they were saying that, look, we could connect um web3 and nft to physical form and they were getting investors and they said yo we're going to get some money on the equity this is and that and they ended up getting funded and leaving us all stranded. okay so what was so what was the lesson learned the hard way as i like to say that you're not going to repeat again stop relying on people whoa, whoa, whoa let's back that train up you, you can rely on people no, but you should always, re no, no, stop. always rely on yourself first I I will, but, I, but i want you to still have trust and faith in humans man i do have but i'm relying more on my intuition and more on if something, like, if I see something ain't right, just, just stand up and keep it pushing. I, I believe in trusting you guys. So tell us a little bit about your, what's like, so, so you're explaining over here, and I, and I butt in a little bit, but what are, what are you, what pieces are you looking at here? I actually found him in Miami. And at Basel? I, at Basel, I took a picture with Gary V, and Gary V had his hat on, and I started this search because I didn't know where he got it from. I even tweeted Gary V, like, where did you get that Where did you get the hat from? He got it from, and I found and, him. And they found me. I was connected. Sakari tweeted his hat Chris. and I go there it is so I found so I'm actually buying the hat that which, I've been which, looking at which one let's see it I, I'm not sure yet I'm okay so what what is the process when, so when you're doing consultative sales what are those questions that you ask let's let's do a sale right here what like do you go color schematics yo these are the custom customers customers one of one one of one so you're gonna get one solid one you're never gonna see it again now the jewelry nobody's putting jewelry on hats I am and these jewelries are from my father he's a hoarder so he has a bunch of jewelry and keys and 500 glasses. I don't know why. So I take these pieces and I put them in my art and I put them on the hats. So it's one of one. You're never going to get these. 
and this is why they are. All right, so let's see. What, what are you feeling? Are you feeling pearls? Are you feeling uh, random keys? I think I thought I saw the Delta, the Delta Miles kind of thing on there, the wings. Then there's another one. Then this is like, see, these are like all pieces that I take and break some of them and put them together. And yeah, see, look. All right, so what? So what are you feeling? Oh, that one's pretty dope too. Look at this one. Or do you want to? What color? Like what other? So you have a whole color spectrum here. I like the custom. I like the custom, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go. With, I want the green one because when I started looking, I'm like, I need a green hat. That one spoke to me, and I like the. I'm in it for the rose, so that I have a special significance with the rose. So that's yeah. why I. That's why I was looking at the hat. The rose is close it's to your heart. Roses. Yeah, it's the rose. Are you open to sharing that story? Or you want to keep that close to the heart? Um, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of why, like. It's a long story. I don't know how long you have, but um, the, the, the TLDR I had so I had on my shirt. Um, I have a friend who gives roses to people. Um, she has a rose project, and I had her shirt on when I took the picture with Gary. And in the picture, I have my charger hanging out of my pocket, kind of like this. <laughs> kind of like she is now. It was it was a heart, and so something in the picture just pulled me into roses. And I noticed there was a rose on the hat that Gary had. So it just started me on this journey. I said, I need to find the hat with the roses. And so it's been, I've been texting back and forth with him, I literally. Him and here, and I've seen him a few times, and we just met right here. This is called Serendipity. And, and let's talk about that word serendipity okay. for a moment here, because I think that's what VCon's all about. It's and it's a, big, absolutely. It's, a, it's a big theme where people are meant to connect and they're meant to be. So I'm going to let you guys finish your, pro, your process, your shopping process, without me sticking my beak in here. And uh, you guys have a great VCon. All right, there's a line here. I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what's happening here, but let's, let's, roll, let's, let's roll up on people, because that's what we do here. Hey, guys. Hi. Do you mind uh, having a chat on camera? Sure. And what's your name and where you're from? Liliana from Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte in the house, and yourself? I'm Crystal from West Palm Beach. Got it. And what brings you to VCon? What, why are you guys here? My brother. What about your brother? He got the tickets, so he brought me along. So are you familiar with the VCon VFriends family? Or is this so, your first? Like, this is, yeah, first kind of introduction to here, but I love Gary V. I follow him on Instagram. Why? What is it that you love about him? I love that he's just genuine. And I feel like everything he does to other people, he's not wanting something back from them. That's big. And what about yourself? What brings you to VCon? I'm here at VCon because of the people. These are the most stylish people I have ever seen in my life. Truly, it's like a vibe watching everybody, and it's just amazing to be here. Hey, what's up, everybody? People ask me all the time, Adam, where do you get your alpha from every day in the Web3 space? And my go-to is the Daily Ralpha. The Daily Ralph is the best newsletter about what's going on in the Web3, NFTs, and emerging tech world. Get market intel, drops to watch, early project finds, the hottest NFT art, news, jobs, tools, and more delivered directly to your inbox every day for absolutely free. Join over 85,000 people who get the Daily Ralpha and get everything they need to know in five minutes or less. It's like the morning brew or their skim of Web3 and more than 500 editions so far. I get this every day, and so should you. Check it out and subscribe at dailyralpha.com. D-A-I-L-Y-R-A-L-P-H-A.com. Check it out. We have a Drew Austin in the wild sighting. It's, it's, look over there. Don't look directly at him. You don't want to startle him, folks. Don't look at him. You don't want... All right. Congrats, buddy. How you doing? You guys are Adam, Adam, nice to meet you guys. What's happening, man? So you're back for your second VCon. We're here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Drew Austin himself. What's happening, dude? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? How's well, VCon going for you? Well, we're here. We made it. How was your flight? 
It was good. I just got in here about a half hour ago, and I just came right here. Uh, it was it was a quickie one. So first and foremost, congratulations. Tell everyone why I'm congratulating you. We uh, officially closed the Red Beard Ventures Fund One. Uh, Air horn. So that was pretty exciting. We closed a little over twenty-five million, and now we're going to be deploying that all into these Web three companies to push the space forward. Real quick, what's your approach to deployment when you evaluate a company? What are some of those core ethics, beliefs, missions, and values that you look for? I want to see people that are innovating. I want to see people that are pushing the boundaries, that are trying new things, that have big ideas, that are game-changing concepts, big markets, really smart teams that are capable, um, and have demonstrated they can deliver, whether it's like whether it's super early and they just delivered on building a great team or building an early product or validating some early hypothesis. But it's all about early validation. Early validation. And for we've got to save a little bit of content because we're going to have uh, a chat on the immutable mindset in a little bit. But, Drew, what... What keeps you up at night in this space, either twofold, either worried or concerned or excited? Listen, I, I look at the space as an investor from Redbeard and a founder from Knights of DGen. So on the investor side, it's a really exciting time because like, there's a lot of building to be done. It's very early stage. Valuations are starting to come down. The market's starting to correct. Things were crazy for a while. As a builder, it's going to be about survival right now because, like, this is the smallest market there's been in a long time, and we have to grow. Rev- we have to secure revenue, generate revenue, grow the pulp pie while ultimately building for the future. And that's what I think a lot about. But let's go to the DJ side for a little bit. What was the last thing that you bought for yourself? Uh, what have I bought? NFT wise, I bought about a bunch of Opepins, like literally in the last Ooh, twenty four hours. Those? Uh, you know, uh, Jack Butcher, the Opepin. I'm obsessed with those. I think Jack Butcher is brilliant. Well, the, the thing I love about Drew is that he he, he talks the talk. He's in it. He is a DGen. Uh, on the Knights of DGen front, um, when's DGen coin coming, man? We're coming soon, dude. We're long, we just started now. We're talking about the Dow. We're about within 30 to 60 days is what I've been telling people. Um, the Dow and Token are coming. We're really excited. This is our opportunity to kind of democratize all of this like this oppor- this like this big vision that we have to build. IP, fantasy sports gaming, Web3 NFT assets, and bring them all together and then like allow people that want to enter this space to be able to contribute, drive and expand the brand in various different ways. And how can we support them with the DGEN token? And it's just a really exciting thing to bring it all together. So how, is, how are you guys structuring it from a marketing perspective to make it more accessible for folks that maybe scared to enter this space. And we talk about the word onboarding, and we talk about bringing folks into this space. How is the Knights of DGen brand going to expand to the mainstream? Or maybe it's not for the mainstream. No, no, it it definitely is for the mainstream. So the first thing is that we're building, we launched our mobile app about three months ago. We're going to be mobile first. So we're building two two games coming up, one in June and one in August. The first one is called PropQuest. You can sign up now, get on your wait list. PropQuest is going to be the first game in our RPG world-building fantasy sports gaming ecosystem. I think we're the first people that have ever really kind of tried to tackle how do we combine the Magic the Gathering... Pokemon, Dungeons and Dragons world with the professional sports world. And we're bringing that together through these games. We, When you sign up for our app, you immediately get a non-custodial wallet. So you don't even have to know MetaMask to start to be able to collect T-Gen currency. And that's a key difference, though. Having, having a non-custodial, in my, different, in my opinion, is... My, listen, my 11-year-old daughter just just got her own wallet, and she understood that. But my mom, my 73-year-old mom, like she doesn't have one. So to make it easy where it's an email, but you're still utilizing the Web3 tech behind it. So I want to save some of the alpha for the Immutable Mindset Show. Drew, as a fan of the VFriends brand and the community here, who are you? Well, Drew's speaking uh, tomorrow or Saturday? Tomorrow. Great. Who are you looking forward to hear speak this year? Ooh, um, that's an interesting question. I don't even know all the speakers, but... Um, you know, listen, I think Gary himself is fascinating. 
I think he's a, he's he's a very he's very forward thinking. He's a pioneer in the space. He speaks to the same audience that we speak to at nights of DGen. So I'm always excited to hear him talk. And then like you know, listen, this is a the people that are here now are people that are really in the space. Right. The tourists are gone. Yeah, I think we cleared a lot of that. Yeah. So um, I think it'll be. A, I think you're talking to the people that are here for the long haul, and that's a that's an exciting thing. Last but not least, what V friends do you have? Oh, season one. I don't even remember. I, I I don't remember. I have I have one or two of them from season one and season two, but I don't even remember the names. Well, Drew Austin, it's always a pleasure. Uh, enjoy the rest of Econ, and be sure to check out uh, Red Beer Adventures. Be sure to check out Knights of DGen. I am a huge fan of that project. And uh, where else could folks find you? Where could they connect with you? Where could they learn more? You holler at me at Twitter at Drew Austin. Uh, that's probably the best place. All right, thanks, Drew. No doubt. Enjoy. Uh, what time is it? It is. Um, I don't even know what my watch looks like. I think it's like 4? 4 or 5. We are here. It's field day. It's the 18th. It's Thursday. And I'm meeting some new V-Friends. Tell us who you are and where you're from. Sure. I'm Ariana from Chicago, Illinois. Chi-Town. Chi-Town in the building. What's up? I am the Kung Fu DJ, the world's first inspirational DJ. Let's unpack that for a moment here, folks. Let's unpack. So what does it mean to be... All right. What separates an inspirational DJ from a non-motivational DJ? Sure. Is it the music itself? I think it's a mix of both. You know, I believe that music opens people's hearts and souls. But the least, the, the thing they least expect from a DJ is to get some perspective on life. So I like to share motivational quotes that I call knowledge drops during my DJ set. So you're feeling free. You're feeling the love from the music. But then all of a sudden you hear one bad day doesn't equal a bad life. And you're like, whoa, I needed that. We've also, we've also and, and while we're at VCon, I'm just going to interrupt for one yeah, second. Please. One of my favorite people from Vayner, I used to work at Vayner, Claude Silver, she says, we have all survived 100% of our bad days. And I think that's undefeated. So you are undefeated. Let's get, back, so let's get back to music. So let's break it down. I, I'm a music guy. I, I grew up in New York City. I'm a New York City househead. Who's some of your music inspirations that you pull into your style of music? To give everyone a sense. And we're going to drop a, a link. Uh, he'll tell us where to find them afterwards so you can check it out. But talk to us about your musical inspirations. Sure, man. Well, I've been a, a mobile DJ on the North Shore of Chicago uh, for the past two decades. Um, and it's also what Ariana does as well. She actually owns a company in Chicago called Vibe Entertainment. Um, and uh, so where does the music come from, man? I've, I've just always been a fan of anything that moves me. Well, let's talk about Chicago House, right? Like Frankie Knuckles, right? Like we want to get into Chicago House. I, love, I, love I know what I'm talking about here. So we're talking, we're talking Chicago House. Give us a sense. Give us, yes, just give, give us a sense. Give us a sense of... If someone is coming into your event, you're DJing, what should they expect and what kind of mindset should they come in with? Yeah, I think they should expect to dance because I'm going to play the beats that make you move your yeah. feet. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get our footwork on and we are just going to feel the music have it. Give us a hug. Let that music feel you. Like music is a feeling. Like my, my favorite thing it's is when... Emotion, my brother. Yeah. It's a deep house. Man, music is emotion. Music is what emo emotion. Music is what emotions sound like. Correct. My man, I love that. We are having a good combo yeah, right now. I'm a dancer too, so for me to even feel it and be able to move, you know, listening to his motivational quotes while I'm also he's on TikTok and I listen to. Are, are you? Are you guys? You guys friends? We're, you know. we're a little more than friends. Well, well I was leading into that. I'm not going to just. I'm not just going to be here. Well, well, we're going to keep it clean here, folks. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got, I got my, my V friends at home. <laughs> Big love to my V friend at home. Love, love you, babe. So this is, this is what's pretty cool. This is, why, this is why I love LinkedIn, because when you get to meet your LinkedIn friends, uh, and Heather, yeah. tell everyone 
where Heather is from and what Heather does. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm a senior technical recruiter for a software solutions company up in Ohio. And uh, that's kind of the gist I'm in, agency slash corporate recruiting. So Heather leaves the best comments. They are the most thorough. They're the longest. Tell me you're not doing it on your phone. Tell me you're doing it on your desktop. I do it on my desktop. Yeah, for the most. Our phones would be like, it's like novellas, I'm telling you. But I did bring a Bluetooth uh, keyboard for during the uh, speakers events tomorrow, so I can take notes. So. Okay, so what, what V-Friends do you have in your wallet? Uh, well, I'm building them up while I'm here. So um, th- I came here with an empty wallet, so hoping to walk away with a bunch of people. Are there any on your radar? You. <laughs> ah. All right, guys. I really don't know what's happening here, but I think uh, I think we're about to find out. Let's find out. Are you scared? Are you scared right now? A little bit. A little, a little bit. Excited, excited. I, but I don't think it's that big of a fall. What's your name and where you're from? Eddie, Los Angeles. Eddie, do you trust this guy that's hooking you up right here? A hundred percent. As long as I can come out with the VCon character, I trust him. Got it. And what do you, who's your favorite VCon character? The Black Cat. Who are you most excited to hear speak this weekend? Um, uh, definitely Gary. Ah, Godspeed, my friend. This guy's ready to go. Are, are you just gonna watch him? What's your name and where you're from? My name is Alex from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio in the house. And who are you excited to hear speak this weekend? Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of names. Um, I love Deepak last year. Obviously, Gary. Love to see Gary. Oh, man. I got to pull, pull the app up, man. How was your, how was your, so you were at VCon last year. What was your favorite part last year? Man, being around everybody. Man, it's all love around here. Well, I, I know who she is, but I'm going to let her introduce herself to everybody. Julie, please introduce yourself. That's not fair. Hi, I'm Julie. Julie, what brings you to VCon? Um, you. No, what really brings you to VCon? No, seriously, you. This is the thing. We, we bought tokens, V1s. Um, you know, we, 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 at least I, I bought a token because I wanted to come to the three conferences that are happening, uh, wherever they happen to be. I originally thought they were going to be in three different countries. It turns out they're in three different cities. I got well, we don't know about next year. Next year, next year, I think it's in, uh, I, I feel it might be international next year. Maybe. I think maybe, in London, maybe Toronto. Canada. Toronto is international. Yeah, I'm thinking that for sure. A little easier to get to. Although I like London. I've got great friends in London. It'd be fun to see them. I, I think I think international would be good to mix up because I really think there is a strong uh, international contingency. But what friends do you have? Oh, I'm not going to say that because then, you know, people can find me because I'm doxxed. No, I'm just teasing. No, you, I'm going to go back to your original question. Sure. You said, why am I here? And then I wasn't being fresh. It's stuff like this. Conferences, connections for me is meeting friends in real life and making new ones. And that sounds like it's, a, you know, something that unless you read like in a, like a fortune cookie. No, it's real. People can look around here and they see it and feel it. They do. And you know, I get to see you. We see each other in exotic places like Indianapolis at VCon, Miami during our Basel. Well, Miami is, is exotic these days. It is very exotic. Or New York City or someplace in an airplane or an airport, wherever we're going to be. But this to me is what we're doing is why I, I came to VCon. I got, I got to tell everybody, it, re- it really is true what they say here. There's a community that is built around Gary. And yes, I guess he's at the spoke of the, like, you know, he's a hub of the wheel. And of course, there's a lot. To, but people have really taken it upon themselves to build connections. I can't even tell you how many people I met who were talking online that just met for the first time. And now they're friends. It's an energy and it's a vibe. Now, you have been to many, many events and conferences uh, in your Web 2 journey and your Web 3 journey. What makes this different? Mm-hmm. Aside from the people. But there's like, I feel like you could, you could, 
It's tough. See, There's I'm a tough audience. When you say what makes this different, it's in it's in this city in Indianapolis. I haven't been here for a conference like this. I've never been here. It's outside, right? I've been to Indianapolis before for auto shows, um, and it's been colder weather, so I like that. You know, I'm, I'm probably not the best person to ask what makes it different because I've been to hundreds, if not thousands, of conferences and festivals. Okay, so what, what makes a conference bad? Not showing up. Shitty people. No, 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 not showing up. Like, it's important to show up because we're, I'll go back. We're here. We get to see each other. There's vendors, there's hotels, there's Uber drivers or Lyft drivers or people that are in the restaurants or bars, uh, you know, clothing people because you're. There's an economy around the conference. There's an economy around the conferences that needs to happen. We all need to put down the mouse and get out of the house and come meet each other. Put down the mouse and get out of the house. We're going to creep up on these guys. What are you guys doing? How's it going? Yeah, did I catch you guys doing something? No, no, we're trying to. I, I, I think we follow each other, Adam. We met on uh, on Twitter, man. Yes, how you Ple- doing? pleasure. How's this going? is what it's all about. What's this your name, man? Eric. 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 Eric, where are you from? I'm from New York. New York. Where in New, New York? York? Long Island. Long Island. Where in Long Island? Uh, over in uh, Huntington. Ah, I'm in Merrick, man. I'm a little, little, little further west from you, though. What about yourself? The uh, is it the PR King of Hearts or? PR. Where are you from, man? Long Island, New York as well. Huntington Station. Oh, we got the whole career. Is this you guys' first recon, second? First. First, first, first recon. Me, honestly, I have a podcast, and I'm trying to come out here and just network with people and just basically get as much information to people who have hands-on experience, who have left their regular 9-to-5 jobs and have pursued their passions and making that their their life, you know what I mean? So I don't know know anything about that. How do you do it? Well... Well, but, but do you guys have V friends? Do you have any V friends in your wallet? No, I don't. I'm literally new to the space, so that's okay. That's and, that, and by the way, that is totally cool. Like, do not feel intimidated oh, no, this weekend. No, Everyone's welcome. People like there's literally people there that have like thirty fucking V friends in their wallet. It doesn't it doesn't matter because everyone here is welcoming. Um, what are you looking to get out of this weekend? Uh, honestly, I'm just trying to learn more about the space itself. You know, the application and use of all these NFTs. Again, I'm brand new to this space. Uh, and I'm just looking forward to learn as much as I can to see what it's all about and, you know, see what I'm missing out and just, again, learning from the experience. I love it. King of Hearts, tell us about your podcast, man. My podcast is called Clocking Out Podcast, and we focus on interviewing people who basically have a regular 9 to 5 but also have a side hustle and who have hands-on experience on giving advice to other people who are looking to do something similar of leaving their 9 to 5, clocking out, and fully devoting their life onto what they really have a passion for. I dig it, man. And how far are you in your podcast already? How many episodes? I started in 2019, and right now I'm 120 or 130 episodes in right now. Good, good, good for you. And I took a piece of advice early on. I, I, I started February 2019. These, I, I'm going to split this into two two shows. We're talking 270, 275, like in, in that range there. But someone, and I'm not even trying to flex. I'm just trying to say that with the piece of advice that someone gave me, make it to 10 shows, make it to 15, make put 30 out there, put 50. And podcasting takes work. What's, what's the hard, hardest part about podcasting for anybody out there? I believe that the hardest part about podcasting is finding something that really makes you stand out from everybody else. Everybody and their mom is a professional online. Everybody and their mom wants to do a podcast or is a content creator. What you need to do is focus on the people who really have skin in the game. People who really have firsthand experience. 
you have to actually talk to them, get to know them. It's like being here. There's so many people who invested their time and their money to come here, whether it's just to be around good vibes and good energy or to be around people who actually have hands-on experience and actually know what they're talking about. So I feel like a lot of people get discouraged because social media tends to make everybody a professional and people haven't even really right. dipped their toes into this. Right? Exactly. So I feel like when you really talk to someone who's really in the space, they actually give you both the good and the bad, but it makes you a little bit more comfortable of actually stepping into here instead of being all negative, you know? So Well, that, I think that's a problem too with social media it's always always the good right like they got to share the bad no one ever shows the bad but i mean i the way i see it what holds people back the most is just starting literally you can't you know if you don't jump into something and don't start you're never gonna you can't fail if you don't start right but that's already failed you've already accepted failure right just jump in it's a great mind that's a that's a great mind what's the worst you're gonna lose not a couple bucks you learn hey this didn't go right what did i learn here hey, maybe I shouldn't do this and go about it this way instead. And that's a big part about podcasting, too. It's testing. It's, testing it's literally, you, again, so if you don't have a defined audience, that's fine. But you need to find your voice also, you know what I mean? Until then, like, it's going to be difficult. But I say, hey, just jump in, go about it, listen back to your own episodes, see, hey, hmm, I don't like how I sounded here and what I how I went about things. Let me switch it back and again it's just all you got you got to listen learn tell us about the uh the, the the caricature on your shirt who drew that my daughter who's 11 years old her name is bella aviles i af- fucking love it man the first time coming into the space i could not oh, afford we, we almost we almost got look at look they're very close look at that look at that Look at dude, look at but look but look at the back exactly dude look at that. hey. dude that's some shit hey. that's it dude Chuck? dude that's some shit right there Chuck? Uh, Senna in in in, in, uh, in New York City, Senna Space, oh, okay. David Senna, man. Uh, but basically, this whole thing it came from my daughter. Um, I couldn't afford. Yeah. The the whole thing about behind this is that I couldn't afford an NFT when I first got into the space. My daughter knew that I was in the NFTs and the Gary Vee, so she drew this and said and gave this to me as a gift for my birthday. And said this is my first NFT, so I made this my PFP, and I've never changed it since. Oh. So this is always going to be like my PFP everywhere I go. So I put it on my shirt because I know the number one problem here is everyone knows each other by PFP. So I figured if I put it on, it'd be easier for people to spot me. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with that, man, because that's what it's all it's about. It's about building and learning together. Gentlemen, enjoy your uh, VCon. Thank you very much. How are you? Good. Where are you guys from and what brings uh, you to uh, VCon? What's your name? Sorry. My name's Charlotte. Um, we flew in from London yesterday. And um, we joined V Friends last year, so this is our second year. Awesome. So you're in Minneapolis. How how so far is this similar? How is this different? What do the vibes feel like? It's it's very similar. I think it's a really nice chilled vibe. I like this part. This was good also in Minneapolis last year. Like just a kind of nice calm before the storm, before it all sort of kicks off tomorrow. I think warmer here. It, it was pretty. Yeah, it was weird. We had hail last year. If anybody remember, we had a hail situation. What V Friends do you have? Um, so at the moment we have a gift goat and a gift goat. Like you have all of them? No, not from the very beginning. So you didn't get that toaster oven gift? Oh, we did get the toaster actually. Yeah. Is it good? The toaster oven is good. We haven't opened it. We haven't opened it. That's terrible. Isn't it? Do you have an air fryer? Like are you guys like air fryer people? No, I want to be an air fryer person, but he's the trouble is with an air fryer. Like this, this you don't want to hear this, but like why? No, 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 no. I didn't come over here if I didn't want to hear anything. Tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly about the air fryers. Well, it takes up a lot of room in the kitchen, right? They are big. Yeah, so, like, and I'm a minimalist, so I don't like too much out. Well, isn't that the beauty of the air fryer, that it, it, it toasts, it bakes, it, a convection oven, it does everything. So, you substitute the size of it, yeah. Or you could just sell it. 
We could do. We haven't decided. We missed the first. How many gifts do we miss? First three, I think. So we missed the first three, and then we've been in since then. All right, let's get back to the topic du jour here. Who are you excited to see, hear, speak? Oh, it's a great question. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Stephen Bartlett, actually. Um, And who else am I looking forward to see? Oh, um, the Kevin Plank. The uh, he's the Under Armour guy, right? The Under Armour guy too. I'm looking forward to seeing him and Jessica Alba. Yeah. So yeah, a few. Awesome guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your uh, VCon. Take care, everybody. So these hats kick kick it off. How did you get on the radar of VFriends? Did you find them, or did they find you? So we came to VCon last year, and Luke's been listening to uh, Gary V for years. He turned me on to him. He's like, "Hey, we're going to this VCon thing." I'm like, "All right." And so we came, but we did prototypes of some of the Series One VFriends that Luke had already bought. And our goal was let's get to let's get to VCon and let's just get Gary a hat, and then. Yeah. And then it'll work. Just we, get we it just, in his hands, right? Just get it in his hands. We just knew. And within the first 20 minutes of showing up at this thing, uh, the, the outdoor party, we got it We got it to him. He took off the hat he was wearing, and he put our hat on. And which hat was that? It, it was a swaggy sea lion hat. And he's like, dude, this is flex. He, well, we just kind of like caught him at the edge of his, of his autograph tent. We're like, Gary, and he handed it to him. Day one of the actual event, indoors, he walks out on stage, and he's wearing our hat. What, what, what was that reaction like? Did your balls tingle? I, they shriveled up and went inside <laughs> and then slowly dropped back out. Yes. Was that, but was that like the magical aha moment? Like, oh, my God, what, this, this shit's real. Yeah, because we, we have been talking to the folks sitting around us, and everyone's super supportive at these places. Like, everyone, this community yeah, is so great. It's the best part. And, and so everyone's, like, rooting for us. And then he walks out, and the three of us, me, Ashley, uh, uh, our GM, and, and Luke, just like, yeah, we lose our mind. And everyone around us was like, yeah, and giving us high fives and, you it's know, slapping cool each other around and the magic of it yeah it was and now and now they're all over the place yeah. and you feel like part of the v friends world I, I feel like i'm in there yeah and i just you know i did a panel with some of the other people who've collabed with gary and to look out into the crowd as i'm talking and see our hats everywhere it, it's so it's, it's so rewarding and it, and it feels good i let it sink in because i know it's not easy to do no it's not um i applaud you for that man. thank you man so this is pretty cool gary 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 did this last year and it's just a testament to who he is, and this is the Gary V autograph booth. This year, they have an app in there. Um, a little bit of scheduling, but Gary, I think last year, did six hours each day, meeting everybody. The dedication that he took to say hello, to have a moment, to give everybody that opportunity to connect with him, uh, and that's pretty special here. And I think that's really what makes Gary different than everybody, is that he's accessible, that he cares, um, and that's what, it's, that's what it's all about here at uh, VCon. And he's got time over the next couple of days. He's going to be doing it with all the fans. And um, it's special for people. I mean, I take it for granted. I take it for granted that I know Gary, that I have a, you know, a connection with him, connection to him. But so many other people, this is, this is their moment. And it means a lot to him. I know that it really, truly does. And you can take a look over there. He's been online here for hours. People have been waiting. And he spends the time, and he, and he does it. Because that's what it's all about here. For folks who are have never been on the internet, uh, tell us tell us who you are and uh, and, and what you're what you're famous for. Uh, my name's Dogface. I'm the Vibe King. I'm famous for skating down the highway, jamming out to some jams and drinking some juice. What? Um, well, I never ask a man what's in his juice, but I do ask what's in your ears. What do you what do you listen to these days? A little bit it keeps you vibing. A little bit of everything right now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm doing music myself, so I'm getting into that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Go check it out. Everybody, YouTube, Dogface208, we're going to reach a million, yeah. And what are you looking forward to this weekend, man? 
just enjoying the vibe, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's been dope right now, and so far, you know, just meeting the people, seeing the smiling faces, you know, it's just it's just awesome getting good contact, meeting people, you know. Everyone to go on YouTube, you could you could check out Dogface's story. It's pretty cool there, man. But let me let me ask you, let's keep it real for a moment here. Has has there been a, a dark side to going viral? Has there been anything you're like, shit, man? Like, you know what? All that all that all the attention is cool. Getting all these views are cool. But let's talk about like it's important. Mental health is important, especially when it comes to social media. So like. What advice would you give people out there based on your experience of that? Oh, I want to go viral. All these kids out there, I want to do everything to try to go viral. What would you say? It's, 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 yeah, it is. It comes with a lot of things, you know what I mean? A lot of hate, you know, a lot of grief, you know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that it comes with. But, yeah, you just got to, like you said, mental health. Stick, stick to your guns, you know. Stick to what I know is just loving life, you know. And I don't feed into hate, you know. No, no way. Yeah, straight up, you know. And, yeah. Well, Dogface, I want to spin this around for my 10-year-old daughter who loves TikTok and love creating Dogface, what advice would you give my 11-year-old daughter, almost 11 years old, um, to how she should approach content creation? Just get out there and do it. Be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, the person you are with your family, be that on those 15 seconds, 30 seconds in the video, you know, while you're just sitting there doing whatever because it'll, it'll come out and then everybody see the genuine, you know, the genuine side of it. And then, like I said, yeah, just be yourself, basically. It's, it's always be yourself. But I want you to leave us with words of wisdom. What is the single greatest piece of advice that you've ever heard in your life that you wake up thinking about like today I'm going to take this action and this is what I believe in basically just w- waking up every day and living life you know what I mean live life is what I was always told you know don't just wake up and go out and just try to do a day by day thing you know live life live experience it live it yes go out go go to Canada you know go live go to Canada that's what it's all and and, and who, are you, who are you excited to hear speak this weekend man I just not, I forgot his name, but he's speaking on Saturday at 2, and I freaking wish I remembered his name. But, yeah, I got it saved and everything, and, uh, yeah, he's, he works with Snoop's team and everything. Ah, uh, his, his, Calvin Brodus? Uh, yeah. That's his son. No. Not, that, not, not, yeah, not him, but, yeah, it was with oh, his team, though. Oh, but it was with his team, that. yeah. Well, awesome, man. Dogface, it's yeah. been a pleasure. This is a great story. I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast. Hell, yeah. Let's, let's hit the rewind button here. Tell everyone who you are and uh, what brings you to VCon. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm 80, and I'm here because I was lucky enough to, like, know of Gary V prior to NFTs, and I had been following there along. There was a Gary v before NFTs. There was a Gary v- <laughs> Absolutely. And before fans. Absolutely. And I'd had a little ETH. I'd done a little research, and I got in, like, on day one, and I'm so grateful for that because, like, frankly, it's changed my life. Yeah. What are you holding? I have a reliable rat, VF1, and then a couple VF2s. One of them's a joyous jellyfish, which I do. I love the joyous jellyfish. I do, too. I do, too. And then um, some book games. Ah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And for those out there who are not familiar, like, let's go back to the old days. And, and, and I'm going to tell I'm interviewing Gary tomorrow, and I'm going to talk about my, my regret of not getting a V1 because I didn't know what a wallet was. I didn't know what ETH was. And, I, and that's what actually triggered me into the journey from... Uh, a FOMO, a regret standpoint. But take it back to those early days, those OGs that believed in it. Why did why did you believe in Gary? What was it? I mean, so I've been through my own, like, hardships in life. Like, we all have our story and our journey. And I was in the process of overcoming and, like, really deeply healing. And Gary's positivity, positivity was, like, one ingredient in my, like, 
whole soup of like that healing process and plan. And so that's how I knew of Gary. And then I was on like the conference scene in an engineering standpoint. Right. And so when he started talking about V friends and promised three conferences, I was like, look, I know how that environment and especially what he had to offer and bring the table, like how that could be life changing. So I was like, whatever, like even if it, if it goes to zero, I'll get to go to these three conferences. And I trusted him to provide, which he clearly has. And, and I think that's something really important about Gary. He said this is the beginning of the V friend one launch especially for v1 he's like i will do everything in my power i'll put everything on the line to make sure this project succeeds now success is subjective and and you can't just equate it to the value or the floor price or the price the value of eth at the moment that's not what it's about if you look around here this is the value that he's created he's truly created a community and listen of course there's a brand around it right but i don't think it's i don't think of it as the ulterior motives like does he ancillary effects he's not doing this Yes, he's doing it to build a brand, but not with any poor intentions. No, and that's what I love is, like, because of how the IP is developed and each character, like, I have a reliable rat, right? Like, I want to and am reliable for my clients in the world, for people. What do you do for work? I am an alchemical coach and spiritual healer. Yeah, so my passion is helping people know their inner beauty and seeing that reflected in the world around them. This makes so much sense that this project just resonates so deeply with you. Absolutely. And what this project has done for me has helped me like have the courage to show the F up and be like, I don't have to play small. I've healed and worked on all my generational trauma that said like you have to be bitty to survive. And like seeing Gary and seeing people really like show up and do their thing with such passion gave me the confidence to say I can do it too. Have you worked in the ethos and the characters of eFriends into your practice? So... Or not yet? Not intentionally. And at the same time, like, patience, right? Like, patience is key. So I panda, drop. people how to remove the muck from their heart and step deeper in their magic and create more joy, create more connection, create be deeper heart connections. And, like, there's a ton of... Um, overlap in what the qualities that Gary's like characters um, hold and then the work that I do right because it's all heart work it's all connection work it, it, it is and people being able to open up and breathe and just take a moment why do you think people are so stuck or they don't why why can't people be vulnerable and open their hearts because it's a risk right Brene talk Brown talks about this really well I love her right? I love she her. literally is in my top three guests that I want on my show by the oh. way I'm trying, Brene, if you're out there. Seriously, Brene. I'm a stalker in Austin. And she's in Houston. Houston, sorry. Austin, Houston, Texas. It's a place to be. It's where I used to live. So anyway, she talks about this a lot, right? Like, we're scared to lose. And so instead of being open and vulnerable, and I see this all the time, it's like, it's scary to put yourself out there. It's scary to have those, like, even brief, joyful moments with your partner, with a friend, because, like, what if you never have it again? And instead of just being present, right, like, we have to be present. That, that is that is a key. Put your phones down and look up in life. Right? Put the screens down and enjoy life. Look at this. Look around. Look around. Right, like, look around right now. This is magical. It's a gorgeous day here. Be present. You know what? Let's, let's take a quick scan for a second. I really don't see too many people, actually, right there, on their phone, like, and, and I'm taking pictures of their phones, but, like, people are connecting here. People are talking. Right. People are having conversations. And this is, like, such an easy place to practice, because all these things are practiced, and that's what's really beautiful about VCon, about Gary's message, about the work that we do. Like, you're interviewing, you're being very present with people. It's beautiful. 
You know, it's interesting, I, and, I, and I think about why I'm here, and it's to have conversations like these. And my, my typical show is a long-form content, but I love doing this and a lot of these. All right, everybody, this is a, this is the first on the on the podcast. We have a live. Um, I don't want to just call it drawing, but you are you are drawing. Why don't you tell everyone who you are, man? You can call it a doodle. You can call it whatever you want. It's uh, Gabe Weiss, some founder of the Stoics and uh, artist here in Web three. I love it. Let's take a quick down a pan at our at our sneakers here for a second. So uh, he's rocking his own originals, as I would assume here. I'm rocking Frankie Zombie, so shout out to Frankie Zombie. Um, how long have you been drawing for? I'm assuming since you were a kid. Yeah, a little kid. I just turned 42, so... Now you're a big kid. Big kid now. That's about exactly right. But 30 years at least of drawing. Um is it always a passion? Like, were your parents supportive of it? Was it something that you nurtured when you were young, or something that came later in life? Uh... It was more of like like a compulsion, like almost like a need. I never remotely thought I'd make it as an artist, so I was working as a community organizer and then just drew every day, painted every day, and then kind of miracles happen. Now, is every, is every piece that you create unique when you draw it? Yeah. I mean, it's stream of consciousness, so like they might look somewhat similar, but they can't be exactly the same because... Uh, like it's well, let's, not, let's see. Let's see what, what you're feeling right now. So, um, inspiration comes from everywhere. Um, conversations. Now, talk to us a little bit about when did the switch go off? Where you're like, wow, my, my drawings are pretty cool. I'm hearing about these things called NFTs. I really don't know what they are. Tell us about your Web three journey. So, my buddy Eddie Gangland, uh, it's an artist here in the space, friend of mine. Yeah. He lived in the Bay, and, like, we were talking about doing a collab, and then the pandemic hit, so, like, we couldn't get together to paint and do a collab. And then I heard about Micah Johnson doing a $1.3 million NFT sale. And you're like, whoa, 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 one point. And you're like, hold up. Yeah, pretty much ex- <laughs> that, that probably was an exact quote of me, like, whoa, 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 whoa hold up. So yeah, then, yeah. Like, Eddie posted on uh, Instagram that he was doing NFTs. Was like, hey, that collab you wanted to do, let's make that an NFT. And then uh, we sold the first one, and kind of the rest like was magic. It was also timing too, right? Like it was it was at the February at the twenty twenty one. I mean, it was it was uh, the NFT winter, winter, winter in a good way. There. Um, but what was one of those like? And listen, things started flowing in. Um, what was one of those hard lessons that you learned early on about the space, about the about the people in it, about some of the not so good people? Honestly, I'm bored to talk about. It. It's mental health month, right? And I think it's important. And we always talk about the good stuff of NFTs, but there is like there's some tough there's some tough parts. I've kind of avoided the very rich top end collectors and done more like additions at lower price so that no one kind of owned me. Yeah, like I feel I like, like I feel like. Some people like are so like beholden to like two to three collectors, and my whole thing was early on is like make sure not to be total like dependent on two or three people. So I started, I just saw them kind of kind of getting weird with artists, like some of my friends were like, you can only put out this many or yada yada. Right, they're trying to limit it from a mo- from a monetary standpoint. But but the but the other part, as we all know, is is a community. What was one of the more beautiful elements that came out of your organic uh, community of friends, fans, followers? So, I mean, so many things. Early on, we did Ranch with uh, on Clubhouse and raised a bunch of money for um, a, someone with cancer. Um, 
I don't know. We've raised a, I've raised a ton of money as part of this, and so like I love giving back. I did 20 years of community organizing, so like my whole my whole thing is like, how do you give back? How do you bring people? How, like, how, you know, how do you bring people together? But it's interesting, I, and I think it gets to a point where that's a good, almost a buzzword with any of these projects. They talk about the community, the community. But like, how many communities could 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 people be in? Like, how many is too many? I mean, we're I mean, we're at about a. Th- 10,000 too many yeah, right now. I mean, how many, communities, how many communities are people be involved in? Like, they're in too many projects. I think three. I think three, maybe four. But after that, it just it's just hard to stay in, stay in the loop. Um, what attracts you to the to the V-Friends crew here? What brought you into this space? I've, I've always been a big fan of Gary way before NFTs. I just, like, I, I, I kind of like his attitude towards life, to be honest. Yeah. So... Anything that was like people that also liked Gary V just felt like inherently like probably a little bit more aligned with the stuff I'm into. What's your hot take on Beeple? Are you a fan of Beeple? Always treated me very well. Um, I think my, my hot take is like honest to God is like don't yuck anyone's yum. Don't yuck anyone's yum i want to remember that one out there so it's like it's not my favorite art but i respect very much what he's done for the space i mean i mean he's giving it awareness he's giving it eyeballs and, he, and he's polarizing to the point where he's bringing attention to it and then you think about it from a monetization from a creator standpoint i mean he has the biggest sale to date correct me if i'm wrong and you think about that and it enables everyday artists to find new audiences to, to reach and monetize their brands yeah which is goes back to why like you can you can say whatever, but as far as I'm concerned, he's been a net plus for for NFTs and Web three. I love it. And last but not least, what excites you the most about this space coming up? I I really like this idea of a bunch of artists being empowered all over the world. So like like I've kind of said, if you get a bunch of people like me with the resources to do stuff, like I'm a real change agent. Like it, it gets scary once I become a multimillionaire and can do billboards wherever I want. Or that's what it's all about. Stuff. So to me, it's a, what excites me is a, just a bunch of creators actually doing well for once. I love it, Gabe. And where can folks find you? Where can they connect? Where can they learn more? Uh, Gabriel J Weiss, W E I S, just one S on Twitter, or Gabe underscore Weiss on Instagram. Awesome. Now let's let's see him finish this up here and. Uh, That's what it's all about, folks. Gabe Weiss, the man, the myth, the legend at VCon. We're we're, we're pretty lucky here. We're with the man, the myth, the legend. Farouk, tell everyone who you are and where may people heard you before. Yo, 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 it's Farouk out here, founder of Rug Radio. You already know. Rug Radio. For anyone out there who's not in the Web3 space, why'd you call this Rug Radio? Rug Radio, what is it? Why'd you call it Rug Radio? Oh, why'd I call it Rug Radio, yeah. I mean, you already know, like, people being getting rug pulled left and right uh, in, in the space, right? So I call it Rug Radio. Also, we kept getting rug on Twitter spaces. So it's Rug Radio. That's the second meeting. Third meeting, I'm Persian. I love my rug. Ah, there we I go. I love my Persian rugs. And fourth meeting, the first thing you put in the home when you, when you like, get the appliances, everything is a rug. It ties the room together. And now I want Rug Radio to be the place where everybody can like come and talk and hang out in one spot. Farouk, to say that you're tied in and you're, you're, you're in tune with what's happening in the space right now, it's been through a lot. It's been through it up and down. I'm equating right now to a forest fire that we're burning down all the bullshit, the rug pull projects out there, and what's left of the oaks. 
the OG projects that are standing up and strong, but what else? You have the saplings, these great projects that are coming through the ashes and rising. What's exciting you right now in the space? Honestly, the oaks are exciting me in the space, right? And those saplings. So what I love about the space, that all I like to think that all the bad, all the tourists are kind of gone. They'll come back. It's fine, right? But the people who really are here with intent and that care about the space are here right now. Like, they're at this conference. They're out here. They're meeting people. They're building, no matter what the market dictates. Farouk, do you think that NFTs are a dirty word? I personally don't. It's a beautiful word to me. Word to me. Hopefully, we can change it up around a little bit. So how are we going to bring this to the masses? Is there going to be one mainstream event, one mainstream product? Or is it one of those things where my mom doesn't care what, how the sausage is made. She just wants to know that her loyalty card is working. What do you think? I think it's going to be a lot of everything. You know, it's, there's going to be some people that want to be more educated and going to care about the tech. There's some people who don't care. Right? You wouldn't know, but my whole outfit is an NFT. All right. Let's, let's walk through what's going on here. So, let's start, let's start that at the bottom. The Artifact Crypto Kicks, right? So they're the self-lacing shoes that they just released. That's the Mintage Pants with Sean Wotherspoon with the NFC chip in there with the wearable. This Wait, you're asking talk? What's yeah, it, got my asking talk. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> and then I got my the Jim Carrey homage, sorry. I got the t-shirt associated to it and then the Tiffany Punk chain. But like to the outside, you wouldn't know this a full Web3 outfit, would you? No. So, but, but why, why the hell do I need a, a, a Web3 connected shirt? Like what, what, is it, what does it mean? Why do I need that? Why does anybody need that? So the shirt, you maybe don't need it, right? But the pants I was thinking about, well, certificate of authenticity. Right, so real Levi's. Right. Real... Real Z Cavaricis. Yeah, like a real, like a real, like, you know, real, it's, it's, it was nice. custom made by Sean, right? So there's limited edition, but also it comes with digital wearables. So what if one day, whatever the metaverse looks like, people actually want to wear this in the metaverse, right? I'm, I'm not looking that far out, but maybe one day they'll care. Or this, right. the Tiffany Punk, I mean, this is an edition of 250. It's the proof of authenticity is on chain. So that's what I care about. Farouk, let's talk about the metaverse for a moment here. And why do we need it? Or maybe we don't need it. Right? Like, some people say, listen, is it Roblox? I think Roblox is gaming. Right? I don't know if it's pure metaverse or anything, but why do, we, why do we need the... Why, if I'm going to buy a house, can I just look at 3D photos? Why do I need to be in the metaverse at this rudimentary bullshit kind of sketch drawing? I think people, by default, already spend more time inside and inside their computers than they spend outside. So I don't think it's a neat thing. I think it's just a natural continuation where people are going to hang out. I mean, you saw it in the, the pandemic. We all hung out on Clubhouse. That's kind of like a first edition right? of it, right? Well, that was kind of the, one of the cool parts that came out of the pandemic. It brought us back online, and there's a lot of innovations uh, that came out of us. From a non-art perspective NFT, aside from the wearables, what else are you seeing out there that's really innovative? What are some of those brands that are really pushing the needle and embracing it? I mean, I also think a little side note, like those, those Fortune 500,000 brands, they, they saw what's happening. They have the resources the team. They were watching. They were watching us kids go out there and play, and then the big boys and girls stepped in. Uh, what are you seeing out there from a, a corporate brand perspective? I thought I like what Adidas did. I mean, we hosted Adidas, right? And I did the photo shoot with them. I thought it was cool, right? You got the, you have to have the NFT to have access to certain drops. That's all exactly. I'm expecting from a brand like Adidas. I don't care. Limited editions, right? Yeah, that's it, right? I'm a big sneakerhead. Oh, yeah. So I like this. Like, I like the Nike artifacts. Those are dope. Sneakers. Kevin's going to like those. My co-founder on the Immutable. So we also have a Web3 podcast, the Immutable Mindset, that I'm going to replay this on oh, also. We just nice. launched that uh, in February. I had a lot of homies that you know, Sergito, all those homies okay, out there. Yeah. Um, Matt, you know, all those crew coming through. Um, how are we going to bring it, though, to the masses? Why is my 10, 11-year-old kids going to... I think wh- as what are they, go, How are they going to be involved with it? I think as we go, people may want to, learn, want to know more about actual ownership and digital ownership. 
Why does it matter? It matters because, like, for example, I picked up Fortnite. It's like my little secret. I love playing. Well, not a secret anymore for the eight no, people that are listening to this. Exactly. But, for example, I wish I could transfer. <laughs> I wish Make I could. A door, little window. <laughs> I wish I could transfer ownership of the assets I want to buy there. The reason I'm not buying shit on Fortnite is because I know I can't transfer my assets to another account. Well, that's a digital ticket. It's not cross-platform, right? It's not stuck on yeah. that platform. So that's one of the reasons I'm not buying it because I'm like, why would I spend money on this if I don't own it? Right. For me, it's Artifact, man. I love what Artifact's doing. I think, I mean, that's... What yeah. those guys are doing there is incredible. So last but not least, I want to thank you so much for your time. Two quick questions. One, who are you excited to hear uh, and see this weekend? I'm actually excited to see Jessica Alba. Oh, shit. She's like... She's built it. She's like a full-blown boss, like, you know, so I, I'm excited for that, straight up. All right, but what people don't know about Farouk, but I, I know this because I got the alpha here. Uh-oh. His dream has always been to be a fortune cookie writer. <laughs> So, Farouk, it's your first day in the fortune cookie writing room. What is that first fortune that you write? Keep going. And what are your lucky numbers? Seven, 17, 22. That's my roulette numbers. <laughs> and for everybody, everybody who's hiding under a rock, where could they find you? Where could they connect with you? Where could they listen to Rug Radio? F-A-R-O-K-H across all social platforms. Rug Radio on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere as well. That's the alpha. That's the homie. Thank you, Farouk. Peace out. Hey, everyone. This is Adam's producer and VCon videographer, Chris Mueller. Be sure to tune in to coverage from day two and three of VCon, plus interviews with Gary V, Tom Bilyeu, Shannon Snow from World of Women, and Jesse Pollock from Coinbase, plus a ton more. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe at www.thepodcast.com. Wisdom is forever, but for us... It's time to go. Thank you for joining us. Luckily, we'll be back with our next episode soon, jam-packed with more incredible humans. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing. To join the conversation, search The Pausecast on LinkedIn. And to catch up on past episodes and more info, please visit www.thepausecast.com.